Welcome back to the Southern Showdown Podcast. For those of you who don't know, I'm Chris, this is Trip, and it is time. It is finally here. The crisp fall air is not quite in the air. It is still hot down here in the south, but it is football time. Oh, yeah. It's time to sit on the couch, throw on some college football, let the college kids uh, predict how your day is going to be this week. Uh, I'm just I'm excited. I'm ready. How about you, Absolutely. Trip? If they don't get you hyped. I don't know what will. I am so excited. This is probably the most anticipated football season for me personally. I don't know if it's because I'm a Tennessee fan and we're finally kind of good, but I don't know. I just feel like the SEC is exciting this year. College football as a whole is exciting. I'm ready. Yep. I'm ready to get it rolling. I'm ready to see some fields get stormed and uh, some upsets happen. Yeah, How about for real. That's what I'm hoping for. Let's, uh, let's climb into week zero. Week zero, we got the Vanderbilt Commodores going to play Hawaii. For week zero tonight at 7:30. Um, well, what's your outlook on this game? What you what you thinking about it? Well, I know that Vanderbilt played Hawaii last year, week one, and they they creamed them to be honest. They just absolutely dogged on them. So I think uh, same thing is going to happen this year. I think Vandy's going to go out there and take care of business. They might not be the strongest SEC team, but I think they're going to progress and get a little bit better. And I think they're going to take care of business. The spread is favored eight, uh, 18 and a half for Vanderbilt, and I think they're absolutely going to cover that. I got Vandy by at least 30. Vandy by 30. I'm with you, man. Uh, I think Vanderbilt just has better coaching, better talent. Uh, you know, they threw up a 63-10 to 10 win last year for week zero. Uh, I don't see it possibly being the same score uh, this year, but I do see them handling business for sure. I have them covering the spread, the 18 and a half. Vandy covers, Vandy wins for week zero. Now we can climb on into week one, and we'll start out with the big prime time game that everybody's looking forward to see, LSU versus Florida State. Uh, this one's a rematch from last year. LSU had the, the sad one-point loss, and they're, they're definitely coming back for revenge this year. Uh, you know, I know everybody wants to talk the quarterbacks in this game, but I believe whoever is going to run the ball the best in this game is going to have it's going to have the dub at the end of this game. I know you're going to focus on these two quarterbacks, and I'll let Tripp talk about the quarterbacks. <laughs> but really, I, I believe whoever runs the ball best in this game is the one that's going to come out on top. Oh yeah, absolutely. Think? I think the run game will dictate this game, but also you got two running quarterbacks, Jordan Travis and mm-hmm. Jaden Daniels. Going to be great quarterback play in this game. And uh, I think LSU's out for blood. I think last year was that was a game they should have won. They came back and just lost by one point, dude. That that hurts. It stings. I think they've been thinking about it all year long, and oh, yeah. they want to win that game. I think it's a revenge game for them, and I, I think they're going to take care of business. I think they're going to beat them and uh, also have LSU to cover. It's minus two in LSU's favor, but I think they're going to get them by about seven to ten. Yep. That's my like I said, I believe whoever runs the ball better is going to get the better hand, and I have LSU doing that. I have LSU taking care of business. They do cover the minus two. Uh, LSU wins in week one and, and covers for me also. Um, I guess we'll uh, climb into the Tennessee versus Virginia. Yeah. That sounds good. Oh, also, we're not going to cover the games that don't have a spread this week. I think, oh, yeah. I think it's obvious that the, the teams are going to take care of business. I mean, we got – Georgia against who are they playing? Like we got Georgia versus Tennessee, Martin, Missouri versus South Dakota, Ole Miss versus Mercer, 
Arkansas versus WCU and Mississippi State versus Southeastern Louisiana. We're not going to cover those games. Those games don't have spreads. So we're just going to talk about the games that do have spreads, predict who we have winning and covering the spread. Uh, so all those teams should take care of their little cupcakes, yeah. cupcake games for week one. Uh, we're just going to focus on the ones that have spreads. There's a reason they don't have spreads. It's because they're all playing junior colleges. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> right. So we'll go into uh, the Tennessee-Virginia game. What you got on it? Uh, I think Virginia was about 5-7 and seven last year. They weren't that great of a, a team. and I'm, I'm looking forward to see how Joe Milton steps into this role. Last year, the Orange Bowl, I feel like, was just a preview to this year to come. I like watching the on three, the hard count, J.D. Bacall. He's a – He's very high on Joe Milton, and I uh, heard him say, I think a lot of people are doubting Joe Milton, but if you watch the Orange Bowl, that's what you're going to get all year this year. That's what I think. I hope so. And I think um, Tennessee's going to take care of business, and I got them covering the spread. The minus 27 in Tennessee's favor, but I, I think put a pretty good beat down on Virginia. What if it's minus 28? They're still, they're still getting it. Still getting it? I've got the spread at minus 28. I think that's what it is now. Okay. So if it is 28, you still got Tennessee covered? I still got Tennessee covered. I'm the same. I do have Tennessee covering the minus 28. Uh, you know, last year Virginia struggled on the uh, on the, the pass rush last year, and that's one good thing. T Tennessee actually led in pass rush and tackles for loss last year. So Tennessee, one of their biggest things on defense is they do want to wreak havoc. They want to disturb the quarterback. That's kind of what they do, and I believe they'll do that very – they'll execute that very well against Virginia, especially week one. You know, the offenses are kind of just now getting warmed up. It's a little bit more of a defensive thing week one. I see Tennessee's defense taking care of business. Uh, I do know Virginia's going to try to slow the game down, but Heupel's going to keep the foot on the gas. He's going to keep the offense fast-paced rolling. I see Tennessee throwing up enough numbers to, to cover that 28. Uh, I believe the score – my prediction just off the top of the head, probably about a 57-21 maybe. Yeah, that's a pretty good, pretty good prediction. Uh, another thing, I'm a little bit of a homer. I know I talk about Tennessee a lot, but I was looking through the roster the other day. I was listening to some stuff about training camp. There's a lot of depth in that secondary. The secondary is something we've struggled with the past year. We're about 127, 128 in all FBS and pass defense, which is absolutely horrible. But – Warren Burrell is going to be back this year, and we got a lot of depth back there. A lot of freshmen coming in. They're going to get some, maybe some reps. A lot of there's some transfers too. I think, mm -hmm. I think that the secondary will be much improved yep. in the Vols defense. Transfers year. and freshmen coming in. We have eight returners on the defense yep. this year, so that'll be a big part. We'll climb into uh, Alabama versus Middle Tennessee. Uh, Middle Tennessee went eight and five last year. They did get a bowl win last year. I mean, this is a pretty decent team we're talking about here but uh sadly that's not going to mean anything week <laughs> one whenever they have to play alabama because alabama's definitely going to take care of business and uh, i do have alabama covering the minus 37 yeah i i completely agree i mean alabama's going to run the ball down their throat this entire game and probably just beat them like a drum yeah <laughs> uh middle tennessee's pretty they're an okay team though like, yeah it's not year like last year i mean they're a cupcake in terms of the sec team but like they're playing like Appalachian State or something, they'd probably beat them. Oh, yeah. Good football team. Yeah. But, yeah, Alabama handles business. Probably get to see a few different quarterbacks out there. Probably get to see possibly yeah, We still all don't know them, who the know? quarterback is. I either. think that Jalen Milrow will probably get the start. Yeah. Uh, but I think we'll possibly see all three, possibly four quarterbacks play for Alabama. 
just in week one, I'm sure we'll definitely see at least two, possibly three. So I think Jalen Milrow gets a start, though. We'll climb into another exciting rematch. We got Florida versus Utah. I'm hyped for that game. I'm hyped for that game, too. You know, it's been a – it's, it's probably going to be a little back-and-forth battle. Last year, Florida had Anthony Richardson. That's their deadly weapon that they're going to be missing this year. Uh, you know, Mertz might be a little bit better than people are giving him credit for. But, uh, you know, I just – I don't see Florida doing it this year. I don't see Florida – I don't see Florida beating Utah. I actually have Utah covering the spread against Florida. I have them covering the nine-and-a-half. Um, if Cam Rising is healthy – for Utah, they take care of business. I think he's going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the country this year, mm-hmm. a veteran, uh, and Cam Rising. And if, if he's healthy, then they definitely cover. If they if he's not healthy, Bryson Barnes comes in. He knows the offense enough to, to keep him on track, be a field manager, and probably still get the cover. You know, I just – I don't have faith in Florida this year, so that's my take on the Florida versus Utah. Absolutely. I also – have a little bit of a lack of faith in Florida this year. I mean, I saw something the other day. I mean, they're one of the, like, bottom-tier teams when it comes to returning starters this year. And um, Florida, I mean, Graham Mertz, I just don't know how he's going to play, to be honest. I mean, he yeah. could be a lot better than I'm giving him credit for, like Christopher said, but it's I just I don't see him being a great, a great quarterback. So I also have Utah beating them and covering the spread of nine and a half. I think – like Christopher said, if Cam Risen's healthy, I mean they could run up the score. Honestly, that's yeah. that's how I feel about it. Yeah. But um. gotta agree with you on that. Next up, we got a uh, Kentucky versus Ball State. Ball State went five and seven last year. Uh, you know, not a very great football team to be honest. But Kentucky, I have them taking care of business. I have them covering the spread. Devin Leary's probably gonna light up the field and introduce himself. Introduce himself to Kentucky this year and say that this is I'm the man I'm your leader now handle Ball State pretty well and uh, yeah I do have them covering the spread yeah I mean I think I'm I'm excited to see how Devin Leary plays I mean he didn't get to play a whole lot because of injuries and stuff but he was lighting the field up at NC State in 2021 I mean he's a good quarterback and I'd like to see how he plays in that, that Kentucky Wildcat uniform to be honest with yeah. you but um. Bold prediction. I do not have Kentucky covering the spread. Also, just to be a little bit different because we've had the same picks pretty much every game right now, and I'd like to break that curve a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And so Kentucky doesn't cover. I think they don't cover the 26 point spread. I can How see bad did Tennessee beat Ball State last year? 59 to 10. 59. <laughs> but, Come on, man. But we also beat Kentucky 44 to 6. So, I mean, <laughs> oh, we get that no. in your back. <laughs> uh, hide your ears. <laughs> Cover your ears, Kentucky fans. Cover your ears. <laughs> I got that game going somewhere like uh, 45 to 20. They barely don't cover that spread. You know uh, what I mean? I but, like it. I like it. But I like it just, a lot. Just, just a bold prediction there. We Let's see. Into Next, next. we got a uh, Texas A&M versus New Mexico. Uh, you know, New Mexico is probably going to try to slow down the game a little bit, keep the ball on the ground, uh, and I kind of think that's why Texas A&M doesn't cover. They'll probably throw both their quarterbacks in, let them both get play, and that might cause them to cover. I mean, it's a big number, 37 and a half. You know, they probably just barely won't cover. They'll probably win by about 35 points. That's kind of what I got it being. They win by 35. They don't cover. But uh, they definitely handle 
you know New Mexico very well, and uh, see how uh, Bobby Petrino can call the plays. Oh yeah, for sure. If 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 that's how it goes, if he's, is he gonna let him call the plays? If he's calling play? the plays good this year, like if he's a good play caller this year for the A and M, people mean, might be in trouble. It would, yeah, all I'm, the SEC teams. Yeah. That game is definitely circled on the schedule for me. I'm <laughs> a little bit nervous about the Texas A and M Aggies, but I also want them bad. So, but uh, us another place where we have a little bit of a difference here is uh, I do have Texas A and M covering the thirty-seven and a half point spread. That was a toss-up to me. It's such a big number, to be honest. And yeah. Texas A and M is still an unproven team to me. So, but they are playing New Mexico, and honestly, kind of a cupcake team. So, I could see them covering the spread. I see them putting a beat down on New Mexico. Yeah, I mean. Like I said, I barely have them not covering the spread. Next, we climb into another really exciting matchup for week one, South Carolina versus North Carolina, the big rivalry. Uh, one thing I want to say about South Carolina is they are good as underdogs. They were great as underdogs all year last year. I'm pretty sure that they covered the spread every time that they were an underdog last year. They start off the year this year as an underdog, and that's why I have them covering the spread. Uh, Spencer Rattler, you know, you got Spencer Rattler, the inconsistent veteran, versus Drake May, the young gun stud. You know, I mean, this is going to be pretty exciting to see. And, uh, it's, it's man, it's got potential to be a high-scoring matchup in week one. But, you know, like I said, the offenses are just getting ready in week one. It might not be as high-scoring as we all anticipate it to be and want it to be, but – it's going to be a great football game, and I do have South Carolina closing the game out probably right there at the end, and they cover, they win the game, South Carolina. I think this will kind of be like a game, kind of like the South Carolina-Clemson game last year. I think but it'll think it'll be kind of high scoring, but it is also early on in the season, so there'll probably be a lot of penalties and just sloppy mm-hmm. play. But I can see both teams putting up 30-plus points. I think South Carolina squeaks one out, even though Drake May is probably going to be slinging it Oh, all yeah, over, all sure. over the field, but I do see South Carolina squeaking one out, covering the spread, beating North Carolina. That's my prediction. I have them beating them, probably in a last-second manner or very tight game. Is yeah. what I see. Yep, both of us have that being a tight game, and you know I'd be disappointed if it was anything less. And I want to see a good game. I want to see some good games this week. Let's see who we got. We got Auburn playing UMass. You know, kind of another cupcake. Uh, team there i got auburn beating umass handily but i don't have them covering the spread 39 and a half too big of a number you know who knows i don't know if auburn's gonna have that great of a year this year whenever it comes to in conference play in sec so you know hugh freeze might take this time to just go ahead and try to demoralize umass and, and get these guys a little bit hyped but either way they'll beat them handily i just don't have them covering the 39 and a half yeah, I mean, uh, this is another difference we have. I have Auburn covering the 39.5, but it is a big number, and it was also kind of a 50 50 decision. Like, I wasn't sure, but I think Auburn is going to take care of business against UMass. I feel like m- myself, I've been sleeping on Auburn a little bit. Like, uh, they're not going to be any good, but they could be a solid football team. Like, you never know. Oh, yeah. And the transfer portal, Hugh Freeze has been lighting it up in the mm-hmm. transfer portal that's, that's and the recruiting trail. He's been – so I don't think Auburn is going to stay a bottom-tier SEC team for very long. If if they even are this year, who knows. But I I do have them beating UMass and covering the spread. And uh, I would like to apologize to the Auburn fans for 
honestly kind of crapping on Auburn a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to apologize to Kentucky fans, though? No. <laughs> <laughs> so just a little recap. I have Tennessee covering the spread, Alabama covering the spread, Kentucky covering the spread, South Carolina can cover, covers the spread, Vandy and LSU both cover the spread. Vandy covers big tonight. Uh, I have Florida, no cover. Texas A&M doesn't cover, and Auburn doesn't cover. What you got? All right, I got Vanderbilt covering the spread against Hawaii. Big win for Vandy. I hope I hope Vandy does pretty solid this year. I got Utah covering the nine and a half spread against Florida. I got South Carolina covering the spread against North Carolina. A close matchup. And I got Texas A&M covering their 37-and-a-half against New Mexico. got Alabama covering the spread against Middle Tennessee. I got Tennessee covering the spread against Virginia. I got Kentucky not covering against Ball State. It's a big, bold prediction. I got Auburn covering the spread against UMass. LSU covering the spread against Florida State. And uh, that's it. That's all I got. That sounds good. You know, we're going to keep up with these, see who does better each week, uh, see what the tally will be at the end of the year this year, man. I'm excited. I'm it's football season so again. Uh, so, I, c- I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am for football season. I, I've been itching. It's I've been here. counting down the it's days. It's today. And uh, T-minus four hours, Navy and Notre Dame kickoff. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I am ready. And if you're a betting man, put your money on Vandy. That's the one. That's the, that's the one for week zero. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we'll uh, we'll get on out of here. Uh, we appreciate y'all watching and uh, tune in. Tune in next week to get a recap and look into week two. Let's get it. Thank y'all.